Last time on Free Action Cry, Kakai had a dream of her village in flames even though elves cannot dream. Pinecone found his way back from the Feywild and Alkashwin was asked to return to life. Vargon met a tabaxi druid who offered him work while Vevi fought an undead variant of herself. Now they've come together, so now we find our heroes once again in the Friendly Mimic. So, Ember is handed a piece of parchment by the blind beggar. He takes a look at the paper, he studies it for a moment, and then the paper erupts into flames, looks at everyone and says, this one will find a carriage, and, oh, wait, hold on, this one has something for you, and he places a bag on the table, and it, it kind of like clinks as it hits the table, and he says, we will be departing for two days, maybe three. We would probably need to buy some supplies. How much money are we given? Uh, you are all given ten gold each. All right. Uh, in addition to our class money, right? Yes, in addition to your class money. Uh, so Pinecone's gonna take the little bag that has all the money in it. And he's gonna, he's gonna hold on to it. Apparently. Hang on, is that all of our money? Yeah, like, that's all your money. Pinecone is grabbing all the money. Excuse me, sir. I don't... I I think we should divvy that up first. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. You should do that. Righto, that's, that's a great idea. He's gonna hand her the bag. She'll take it and give... Hold on. How many of us are all going? Everybody. Should be everybody. Five? Five? Yeah. Okay, so I had to make sure. <laughs> so I give two gold to each person. It's ten gold per person. There's fifty gold in the bag. Oh, okay. I thought there was just ten gold in the bag. Okay. I thought so... we were about to get robbed a second time. What the fuck? Sorry. I'm stone, guys. I'm stone. I'm well, I mean, baked. you you can roll a deception <laughs> check if you want to keep the rest. Uh, okay, so I give everybody their ten gold. Okay. Uh, Pinecone's just gonna like look at the gold for a long while. Okay, so you have money to buy things. So, Pinecone, what would you like to buy? I would like to buy a net and a ladder, and then I'll fill out the rest of the ten gold with rations. Okay, Vevi, what would you like to buy? Uh, Vevi would like to buy two barrels of ale because she's going to spend all her money on that. Okay, and Alka, what would you like to buy? Any how-to for dummies books or anything that could teach magic. Okay, um, Kikai, would you like to buy anything? I would like to buy five days of rations. Okay, and Vargan, 
Is there anything you would like to buy? Cook's utensils, iron pot, uh, tinderbox with additional kindling, and a bevy of vegetables and uh, dried meats. Okay, if everyone would kindly mark those off of your character sheets, that would be lovely. And we shall continue. So, um, how, how much do the books cost? Uh, the books would cost about, for you, we'll say four gold. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know how much a book is worth. You know what? Better yet, for fun, roll me a investigation check. See if you can find any books that are worthwhile. Hi, joke's on you. I have a plus five. Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, I will figure that out later. But you do find one book that you can't read it quite yet. But it does spark your interest. And I recognize the language. Roll me a in a, another investigation check. Dirty 20. You recognize that it is an undercommon, but you cannot read anything of it. So do me a favor and write down undercommon book. And while we're doing that. Okay. So after you all have done your shopping, Amber has instructed you to go to the front gate and you are to meet with him. So you all go to the front gate. You find Ember in his patchwork cloak, hood up, and one by one you all come up with him. You say hello, and he he looks to everybody, waves, and once the last person has joined, I'm just going to assume for fun it's going to be uh, Alka, and he's going to point toward a caravan nearby, like, you know, a, a black, a black, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A black carriage. And he's going to say, Alright. This one is not looking forward to this. And he's hoping that he's not feeling introspective. Like he always is. So, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. He's just nodding. Okay. Follow me. So, Ember is walking toward a dwarf laying in the middle of the grass. And the dwarf would look over at Ember and say, Oh, Ember, my good friend, have I ever told you why I like this pond? The thing about this pond is, it's very still, and it's very shallow, and it's made of grass. It's not really a pond. Now, Ember, I know that look. You're wondering why I look lost. I can't be lost. How can I be lost if I have no idea how I've even gotten here? Would anybody like to try anything or say anything? I'm a face palm. The guy's just gonna look at him and go, What? <laughs> I think Pinecone's too busy trying to help load two barrels into a caravan. <laughs> definitely not helping load the barrels, and they're, she's definitely drinking right now. <laughs> yeah, Vargan's Bar probably loading the loading the, the wagon or caravan. Okay. Well, while you all are doing that, Ember is looking just very frustrated with the dwarf on the ground, and he looks down. He he goes, "Okay, Tyrannus, we have we have a destination we have to get to. Come, come on. You have to lead the caravan. We've we've talked about this. Leave your mind out of the clouds." And on the cart. Come on. And up you get. Come on. And he helps him up and lifts him onto the cart. 
a tabaxi lifting a dwarf onto the cart is definitely a sight to behold. All right. So Ember hops onto the cart next to Tyrannus, and he looks to you all and goes, well, come on, are you coming or not? Uh, Pinecone's going to get in the cart. All right, I'm coming. Akashman nearly trips into the cart because he's too busy looking at his book. Ugh. <laughs> Good response. So the carriage picks up and it starts rolling out of the city. And you all would notice that Ember is kind of looking back toward the city. And after a little while, he looks back and he goes, Okay, I think we're... I think we're far enough. Tyrannus, you know the drill. You heard nothing. So, here's the plan. We are going to go pick up a... I believe the term is a refugee? An escapee? I'm not really sure. But we have somebody who might have quite a bit of information. So, this is technically going to be a two-day journey to Weyren. Um, remember the Shrine City? Oh, I see. That's where you're going. Okay. So, Ember says, we're going to be stopping by Weyren. This one is not sure if we're taking up a barrack or not. We could be taking a unit. Who knows? But, for the time, talk amongst yourselves. Keep an eye. This one will do the same. Pinecone's going to raise his hand. Uh, yes, that one. You said information. About what? This one is not entirely sure. There has been a... A refugee? Someone who... Knows the darkness. Pinecone's going to raise his hand again. Yes. What is a refugee? Um, Ember is going to look almost curiously at Pinecone. Right? And then he's gonna look he's gonna look at everybody else. It is um it is a displaced person. I'm a refugee. What are you displaced by something? Yes. Like I I am in displace right now. Ah no that is not that this is different version of displace. Um so so you are standing there, correct? You are in that space. Yes. And and this and Vargan will push you. This I have displaced you from that space. Yes, now I am in this place. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay, I think I think I can help. So you know when a village is taken over and there are people that are survivors, right? Yes. Okay, so when they go to another town, they are a refugee. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. So, Ember has been watching this whole exchange. He, he's going to say, okay, good explanation. Um, we are going to find somebody displaced from their homeland. And we are going to bring them to a safe spot so we can ask them questions. Okay. Do not kill them. We need to transport them safely. 
Alright, sounds like a good plan. He's muttering. It's not really that bad. What was... What was y'all's names again? Well, my name is Vargan. I am Arkashan Tizinitrin. Hi. That's a very interesting name. Um, my name's Kakai. I don't think you really have room to talk, Kakai. <laughs> well, at least mine, you know, it's it's not 30 pages long. They must be small pages. Uh, how formal. Thank you. Is that your name? Is your name, uh, and he tries to burp, but it it doesn't, like, come out? No, my name is Vavi. Oh, is that, like, your last name? My name is Vavi. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have Arkashwin, Vavi, Vargan, Kekai. Oh. Uh, hi, my name is Pinecone. And a pinecone. Yes, and a pinecone. Do we have to take him? <laughs> I'm on a mission from God. The tree gods? Which which one? There are there are multiple from what I hear. The fairy god. Of trees? Yeah, like trees. Trees are nice. Do do you do you like trees? No, I, I don't. Trees are so woody. I believe that is what they are made of. <laughs> it is what she proclaimed. I find them good for parchment. Trees are made of wood? Yes. You can see him getting ready to swing with the book. <laughs> that is, in fact, where wood comes from, is from trees. And book is tree. In a manner of speaking, and away. Interesting. So how many days did you say this was going to take again? Amber looks frustrated at the conversation that he's having with Tyrannus. Then he goes, we've, we've been, it's been five minutes. How y'all handling back there? Please save me. Save you. Save me. Please, I cannot take another day. How, how many days is it going to take? Cause can I ride on the horse or something? Cause, good lord. So, this one time, when I was a goat, I... You were a goat? When, when I was a young goat, my father took me to the gardens, and I ate a bunch of leaves. And that was, like, really nice. I went, bah. This is a joke, right? Pinecone's gonna look very uncertain and be like, uh, yes, that was a good joke, right? It, it was a very good joke. Good joke, it's uh, Kakai's gonna look over and just kinda sigh and then see if she can ride on top of the carriage. Okay, so while Kakai decides that she would like to ride on top of the carriage, Kakai, would you do me a favor and roll me a perception check with advantage? and control me a standard perception check. I got a 10. I got a rock. I got a 15. I got a 10 as well. 10 and 11. 18. Okay, well, Vevi definitely notices that there is some form of undead 
in the forest as the carriage comes to a halt, hearing a strange noise out in the forest. Amber decides he's going to depart from the carriage and walk towards what he thinks is the sound, but he is going in the opposite direction because he unfortunately rolled a two. Hey, a testicle cat thing. Uh, wrong way. Over there. There's an undead fuck over there. He does look like a bit like Nutsack, does he not? He looks like testicle. I'm gonna, uh, Vargas gonna put a fist, fist up for a fist bump. Um, Bevy's gonna fist bump him with her mug because she currently is drinking. You don't <laughs> need to be so rude to the undead. They're already dead. No, they don't have feelings to hurt, so what does this matter? Ember is going to look back and go, Okay, first off, not undead. Second off, right here. Third off, undead! Fourth off, nutsack. Ember is going to run off into the forest, um, and you would see bursts of flames happening here and there as he is taking care of what looks to be almost a horde of undead, but one seems to make it through. So could everybody do me a favor and roll initiative as a almost ghostly skeleton makes its way through the ranks, unhindered by the fire. Hey guys, it's about to be fall here in Texas. And you know what that means for me? Flannel. I get to dust off my classic buffalo check button up and go out in public and feel all warm and toasty. Yeah, this is that feeling. There's pockets on the inside, too. So, y'all might notice that we missed an episode last week. Maybe you noticed that I seem a little off? Our crew's been doing weekly episodes for all of the starter content, the quiet year, the backstory, sometimes even two episodes a week. But now that we're getting into the main feed, we want to get more of a flow for it and spend more time audio mixing and mastering all of our episodes for a superior story for all of you because you deserve it. Speaking of y'all, I personally want to thank Lilith and Addie who are members of our $10 Patreon tier and get their names in every episode because they really help support the show. And I'd like to give a very, very special shout out to our good friend Peregrine who wrote us a podcast review and also won the Free Action Cry t-shirt. Uh, he sent us a photo in the Discord about it, and he looks really snazzy. Absolutely ballin' wonderful. So, let's talk about the Patreon. If you join us at the $5 Patreon tier, you get access to all of the bonus content. The Patreon-only sneak peeks to the main campaign that you'll see in the Discord all the time, art, uh, what's going to be in the bonus content, as well as access to all of our Aftercare episodes, where Ashley, aka Vevi, aka Daddy, talks us through our feelings about the episode we just recorded. And you also get access to all of those episodes ad-free, as well as name and item submissions in the Discord that I really wish y'all would start taking advantage of. We need names, because if we have no name, every person nuts that cat. I know one nuts that cat. Okay, thank you. And oh, oh, shit. Okay. Demi has put something on my desk. Thank you, Demi. Wait, uh, hey, bud, why is it on fire? Can you, uh, yeah, oh, good. Okay, thank you. Uh, so we're so close to our first goal for Patreon, which is $40 a month. And I tell you this blatantly, not in a number of patrons, because $40 is what it takes to run this podcast every month. And we're so close to it. It's literally smoking right here on my desk. Uh, currently we need about 
two more first tier patrons and then we can break even for the show. And after that, Derps has started talking about outside voice actors, something about Peter Lewis, which is cool. I don't know. I kind of just close my ears whenever he starts talking because he starts trying to tell me all kinds of campaign stuff. And I'm a player and the producer and I don't want to know all that. So that's a thing. Okay, so the last thing I promise, I've got a show to, well, show you. It's called Dungeons and Pop, and it's a Dungeons and Dragons variety show, which means they play all kinds of stuff. They've got some, like, six or seven things going right now, and I'm about to join them in one of them. Uh, you'll see people from their shows in our show, and from our show in their show, uh, and they do all kinds of nifty things with their show, and it's absolutely wonderful. So listen to this little ad for them. Do you enjoy podcasts with varying content, such as superheroes? And you see more of the bushes coming to chase the kids? Um, alright. Um, I think I need to get their attention focused on me. Tell them to leave them alone. Transforming heroes! Kenny nods to the giant dragon turtle. You hear a crunch as I crush a building as I walk forward. We have n- No, the library! <laughs> Not the books. And a bit of horror. It looks almost like there's entrails going in opposite direction. That's a little bit of whatever it is you can see. It's just these red, oh, ready, stringy stuff. Okay. Oh, well, okay then. Oh. Yikes. Then you should check out Dungeons & Pop, a tabletop variety show that involves several guests from the actual play scene, as well as other people who just wanted to try out being on a podcast, which you can join on our Discord server. We release episodes regularly on Wednesday on your podcast player of choice. So I know this mineral's been super long, but we had a lot of things to tell you about. So please tweet us at FreeActionCry. Leave us a review anywhere. It really helps. Tell your friend or visit us at discord.gg slash freeactioncry. Thank you so much and happy listening, folks. We appreciate it. I got a 15. You got a 13. 19, but my dex is plus one. So suck it, bargain. I have 17. A 19. So first we have the undead. They are going to shamble through the forest and they are going to buy your party who is still technically up on the caravan and they are going to start bum rushing toward the caravan using all of their movements. Uh, next up is Vevi. You are up first. So I'm, I'm guessing I'm still in the caravan, right? You are in the caravan, yes. So Vevi is gonna how how far away are they right now from the caravan they have rushed from the forest toward the caravan they are about 10 feet from it now so vevi is gonna hand her mug to vargan and is gonna grab her axe and hop off and uh she's gonna swing at the one rushing the caravan okay so vevi please roll me your attack she's got a 13 to hit Okay, well, a 13, I'm sorry, will miss. So I'm assuming you jump off the caravan trying to swing your axe toward it? Yeah. Okay, it does miss. I am sorry. So next we have uh, Vargan. You're up next. Alrighty, I am uh, I'm also going to jump into action and uh, swing my great axe at this thing. Please roll me your attack. 
I do believe that is a nat 20. Oh, okay. So please uh, roll me your attack and your damage twice. All right, so just roll crit damage then? Yes. And that is a 20 damage. Okay. Good Good first roll, Vargan. Very good first roll. You bring your great axe down and you slam it directly, cleaving its arm off of its body. Hell yeah. Next up we have Kikai. How would you like to approach this undead? I would like to splash holy water onto them. That is creative. I like that. It, if the target is a fiend or undead, it takes 2d6 radiant damage. Okay. I would like you to roll me a dexterity throw. 16. The 16 will hit. All right. And I would like you to roll 2d6 then. Okay. Seven. Seven. Okay. You splash your holy water onto it and it immediately begins to sizzle. And this thing, it's really not looking good. Ah, get fucked. Next up, Pinecone. He's going to stand up and he's going to reach in his pack for a javelin. And he's going to throw the javelin at it. Okay, roll me a dexterity check. Uh, so I rolled a 12. Okay. Um, well, unfortunately, that is a miss. I am terribly sorry, sir. It's okay. Okay, so next up, Al Kushwin, what would you like to do? He's going to pull out his short sword, say to the skeletal figure, I'm sorry, my brother. And then he runs up to it, and before he swings as a bonus action, he's going to charge his strike with two points for an extra 2d10 and swing at it. Okay. Roll me your attack. How's a 15? A 15 will hit. Alright. So let's see your damage. 20. Okay. How do you kill it? So swinging down his short sword he speaks mournfully and says I pray that Pelor spares you and just Clean cuts his head off, trying to make it as quick as possible. After Alkashwin severs the head from the undead, you all immediately collect yourselves. This was a quick battle, and it was very easy. But Ember walks out of the forest, not looking as good as he could be. There are noticeable scratches through him. He looks like he took on a lot more than you all did. Hey, yo, buddy, you want a beer? This one, this one would like, ah, fuck it. This one will take a beer. Yes, please. Awesome. And he hops on top of the cart, takes a beer and sits next to you as you proceed on your journey. Pinecone, before we proceed on our journey, he's going to go fetch his javelin. Okay, well, obviously, I will assume that you all would get any ammo that you spend. Okay, so we don't need to, like, say that every time. Oh, yeah, no, like, if you if you use an arrow, I'm not going to assume that you need to retrieve your arrow. If it's a special arrow, yeah, you'll need to get it back, but you don't need to worry about that stuff. Hey, I forgot my arrow. 
gosh. Okay, Kakai forgot her arrow, so. <laughs> Akashrin's almost ritualistically cleaning his blade off of anything from the undead. So, um, Al 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 Kashrin, are you are 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 you an undead? Yeah, I I heard that. Um, no. You called him brother. Is is this like is this family or? I I am very alive. So is is this guy family? No. So how is he your brother? Don't worry about it. Do I need to roll deception? Yes, you do. I have a minus one to that. Nat twenty. And Vargan, I would like you to roll an insight, please. Nineteen. So, Alkashwin, your in sorry, your deception is. Glowing green, so I'm assuming that's a natural 20. Yes, but I have a minus one because I suck. Yeah, Vargan, everything looks fine. He appears to be just a normal elf, a dark skinned elf. That I'm just gonna shrug and then go about my business. And I was gonna divine sense, but he rolled in at 20 on deception, so I feel like I don't get to do that now. I mean, you can if you want. The presence of any undead celestial fiend. Uh, within 60 feet. I can tell you right now, you would not sense anything. The only undead you would have sensed would be dead behind your cart. He seems fine to me, but that is alarming. Why, why did you call him your brother? That he was once alive too. It doesn't mean he should be treated with disrespect once he's dead. Was he in your family? He was, I did not know him, but he was another living being. I see no reason to defile the bodies like that. I see what you mean. So he's basically saying, so because at one point we were all brothers and sisters and now it is dead and quote unquote undead. He was just honoring his life, right? Very well spoken. Wait, so so basically, you are um uh, what did Father call um, you are like hippie, right? We all are we are brothers and sisters in in under Gaia or something. I am religious. I wouldn't say a hippie. Well. I mean, that is, I think that was their sect specifically, was the hippie religion or whatever, but it's it's similar. They all believe themselves to everyone, this brother, sister, all of us to a mother Gaia or something. It's very interesting. I feel like that is similar. Absolutely. It is beautiful to live that way. <laughs> Confused. Don't worry about it. I'm sure you can figure it out. Just split it up. Uh, Pinecone looks like he's trying to do very hard math in his head. It's like that one gif of, like, the woman basing out with all the equations passing her face. I imagine no no one's ever seen a goat look constipated, but now you have. (laughs) Elk is looking over at him, and he says, Pinecone, one plus one is two. Uh. What? (laughs) (laughs) Pinecone's gonna like lean forward in the cart and like 
poke his head out. Uh, and he's gonna... You don't look good. This one has been dreading this journey, but... Okay. No, you look hurt. This one, this one has had worse. Cheers, Mr. Testicle. I fix, and Pinecone's gonna expend five points of healing with Lay on Hands. He's gonna, he's gonna put his hand on top of yours and give you a nod. And he's gonna say, well, the hard part is only coming up. He's going to nod his head toward the mycelium forest that's coming up. Very big mushrooms, yes. He's going to look over and he's going to say that ah, the mycelium forest, that's where the fun begins. Do you think, shall we rest first or shall we keep going? I am good. You do not look good, though. This one will be fine. Uh, Pinecone's going to give him a thumbs up. Okay. Then we shall disembark. And Ember hops off of the cart. Is that like tree but book without bark? Akashrin's jumping out of the cart quickly. And as he's running by, he's going to smack Pinecone with the book and then run over to a mushroom. He wants a sample. Okay. Um, hmm. Roll me a sleight of hand. No, no, it happens. Pinecone has, like, little spatial awareness. Oh, no, no, no. He wants a sample. So I want him to roll sleight of hand to get a sample. At least I have good dexterity. I was at 23. Oh, shit. You managed to get a nice sample of this mushroom. Okay, anybody else? As far as Vargan's concerned, I mean, we said he said we were continuing, so he's going on. You're continuing on foot. I'll walk alongside Vargan as we keep going. Okay, so you will all proceed through the forest. However, Vargan, I would like you to do me a favor and roll me a d20. Straight up and down. Alright. Straight up and down, 17. Straight up and down, 17. And tell me what you pull from your magic bag of tricks. Okay, so I reach uh, into my pack. And kind of root around a little bit, and I find a nice, um, what appears to be a leather, leather-wrapped pouch, and uh, I pull it out, and I kind of take a sniff of it, and it is um, a favorite of mine. It is uh, eggs, and uh, and some really really thick rashers of bacon. So as the sun sets. Vargan reaches into his pack and pulls out what he has just described, and you all will settle down for a nice, lovely dinner of eggs and some nice, thick, juicy bacon. Anybody want some ale? Uh, yes. Uh, Vargan will also be making a potato and mushroom soup. Yum. Not eating my sample, right? Um... I mean, I feel like we're in a forest full of mushrooms, so I wouldn't need your sample. I could just pick up. I'd pick any of the ones around here. Sorry, Pinecone has me on edge that someone's going to do something stupid. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> not going to do anything stupid, I think. 
Does anybody else want to do anything in the mycelium forest? You all have most likely never been there unless you think you have. I would actually like to take a sample of a mushroom as well. Okay, roll me a sleight of hand. I got an eight. Okay, so going back to Pinecone doing something stupid, you have lived in the Fey Wilds, so even though you're around giant mushrooms, you remember giant mushrooms in your life. And although they aren't familiar, you're still cognizant enough to know these are larger than me, probably not a good idea to fuck with them. So you almost, almost decide you want to try and slice a little bit off of them, but you decide, no, wait, probably not a good idea. You will forage for the smaller mushrooms. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Because these small things cannot hurt him because he is big. So you gather some small mushrooms and you decide to bring them back to the camp to maybe cook them up and have a nice little meal with everybody. Wait, you cook them? They they are much better if you cook them. You need to teach me to do this cooking. Or make some in chocolate. Or make some in beer. <clears throat> I mean, they they are correct. Mushrooms are very, very versatile. Oh, yes. All right, would anybody else like to do anything in the mycelium forest? Does my soup turn out good? Roll me a survival check. Oh, nice. I'm actually trained in it. 20. It is lovely. All right. After, uh, after it seems like everybody has gotten their fill of it, I put the lid on top of the pot and I leave it over the campfire as the campfire dies down to uh, kind of maintain that little bit of uh, overnight bubbling that thick soups do. So, uh, Kikai... Oh, you're just taking your... Oh, I was just going to meditate. I was just going to meditate. Yeah. I have one more thing I want to do, because we're resting, right? Yes, you are resting. All right, so Akashwin, since he's not concerned with eating, is going to temporarily learn Undercommon. Son of a bitch. All right. Yeah, and he's going to pull out his book. Please explain how you're going to do this. So, while focusing on his nomadic mind, he can gain proficiency with a skill, tool, or language until his focus ends. And he's going to learn Undercommon until he changes his focus. Okay. We're going to move that to the end of this episode. Okay? Okay. Is there anything else anybody would like to do in the Mycelium Forest? I think Vevi would just be helping Vargan cook and probably criticizing his cooking and drinking beer. You should probably figure out who will take Walsh. So let's figure that out. Well, if I drink more, I'm probably going to pass out soon, so I probably should take first watch. Probably will all be good for. What are you watching? The fucking mushrooms, mate. What the fuck you mean? What are the fuck am I watching? Are they going to do something? I don't fucking know. If I have a few more drinks, they might start dancing a little jig. Can I see them dance? You want some fucking beer? Yes. And Vevi's gonna, like, pour uh, Pinecone a mug of ale. 
and duct tape it to his hand. He doesn't like the taste. Pussy. I see you've made him now pinecone 40 hands. Well, no, he only has the one, so pinecone 40 hand. Never mind. I only have two hands. I forgot. I forgot. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, the undead lost a hand. So I will. I will take uh, uh, last watch. I guess um, I need to get up early to cook food anyway. So I will take the second watch. I guess I'll take third watch. It's fine. How are we dividing these watches though? Like four, four watches. All right. Well, then what am I gonna do? Well, technically, Alkashwin, you don't need to take a watch. Yeah. So you could be the secondary throughout the entire watch. So I was just thinking that. Yeah, it could be a four-way watch. You could have Vevi, you could have Pinecone, Vargan, and Kakai doing the entirety of the watch while you are sitting on the sidelines just waiting for shit to pop off, as it were. However, as the watch proceeds, nothing happens. Vevi has a watch, Pinecone has a watch, Vargan has a watch, and Kikai has a watch. However, during the entirety of it, Alkashwin, you see nothing until you see something. What you see in your mind is a creature, humanoid, with tendrils coming from its mouth black eyes and dry scaly skin and in your mind you hear Alkashwin old friend What do you call a dog with no legs? What do you call a dog with no legs? Doesn't matter, he ain't fucking coming anyway. <laughs> Why does Snoop Dogg always carry an umbrella? Why does he always carry an umbrella? Oh, Drizzle! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cass. Hey, Ash. What do you call a masturbating cow? What do you call a masturbating cow? Beef stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> And that was Cass's Dad Joke Hour!